I met God in traffic. Wait till you listen to the whole episode. Well, hello and welcome to the Kanban experience. In today's experience, I have an esoteric episode for you. It's a bit out there, it's a bit edgy, it's a bit thought-provoking if you will. Guess what? I'm going to talk about the evidence of God. Now, don't let that throw you off. It's a philosophical discussion. Just give you a couple of points to think about. And what's the problem statement here or what's the question that I'm attempting? to answer is do we have evidence of god's existence if not when will we get one that that's the basic question it was a question which came out of a discussion in a traffic jam yeah you often meet god in traffic jams so i was in one of those frequent travels where i got stuck in the traffic at the same place for 45 minutes where the door of the vehicle wouldn't even open it was so packed and clearly it was an accumulation of multiple times getting stuck and you know once you are in a frequent traveling job you uh, get accustomed to traffic but then there are days where it just gets to you and it was one of those days so i was just chirping and mumbling away and lamenting about the city the conditions of the road the traffic the population explosion and you know how it is the uber driver who was listening to me very patiently and very nice of the gentleman chirped in between and said sir i think you're right it's time these problems get resolved and so i asked how do you assume how do you think it will get resolved and who will resolve it he said god will resolve it i said great when do we get to see him <laughs> so he started laughing so no sir you have to believe in in god and i said i do but i need to see him fix the traffic problem So no god is not there to solve your traffic problem and i was like why not why will god not solve my traffic problem so it got me thinking you know the discussion went on and i said look there are only two things for the traffic to get solved and i just like i said indulge me right bear with me to see where this leads to so there are only two ways this traffic problem can get solved number one god appears himself and solves all the problem but the challenge with that is god is not yet come the second is that the god doesn't want to come and therefore the problem will never get resolved so if god wants to come and is not able to come is that a problem there is a problem double click on that why is god not able to come because there could be an opposing force stopping him to come and i'm using the word him as god so those who don't trip over him it could be her it could be it but for the purposes of this this discussion i'll just refer to it as him okay so why doesn't god come because somebody stopped him from coming well if somebody did then that somebody would be equally powerful that's the only other way to stop somebody right if you're either equally or more powerful than god so if there is someone more powerful than god stopping god from coming to earth and solving the problems and metaphorically speaking traffic then we have something to worry about don't we what have we been thinking all these years 2022 years we have spent on faith and belief in in worship and pray and now suddenly someone comes and tells you look there is somebody even more powerful than god oh my god what do you do <laughs> right but what's the other alternative The other alternative is 
and hold your breath it could be more scarier the other alternative is god doesn't want to come picture that now he's done this creation as like oh god look what mess you guys have made earthlings i don't want to come to earth i have nothing to do with you anymore go figure out your own shit i'm not coming like oh god that is deeper shit <laughs> and so you worry you often think about crimes not being resolved problems persisting for decades conflicts raging for years and years together why couldn't just god come and solve it think about it if god wanted all of us to be in peace and harmony and love each other then shouldn't have created evil and then say why don't you choose it's like you know you take a kid to a candy store and say look you can't have candy you can walk out and do exercise like but why would you take him to the candy store right and say don't have candy and i'm not trying to equate evil to candy but i'm just giving again metaphorically so if you didn't want any bad things to happen or evil things to happen and then trust man to choose between good good and evil well then you only created man you could have turned off the evil thought in the mind right you could have configured the brain in such a way that there was no possibility of a choice but then you gave the choice and if the choice was to have the apple biblically speaking adam had the apple then why curse him then it's like you gave the option that this option both op- options are been given by god right yes no true false one zero binary apple no apple so both options are god given options so how can god punish a god given option do you know what i mean and and such is the case with so many other examples and i not trying to just go say the biblical angle to it i'm just again no offense to anybody right it's just a metaphorical discussion the question is time and again for centuries we have seen crimes and more crimes and which are reaching levels which are unprecedented terrorist killing children mass shootings at schools there is crime of every possible dimension depth and ugliness and so where is god when you need him the most will the real god please stand up i mean you're god you don't need permission from anybody to show up you can just turn up and say look here i am what's the worst that can happen right the world will come to stop one day right like oh god god is live tonight 9 pm sunday prime time and all you need to do is look i'm there i'm watching you you better behave yourself and so there will be a set of people who will refrain from doing a crime now thinking that oh i know somebody is watching and that somebody is all powerful and i will get punished in this lifetime it is a tangible evidence chances are those set of people will refrain from committing a crime there always will be that bad debt kind of people you know look, despite knowing all of this they'll still go ahead and do it but they too will face a punishment but in the absence of such evidence in the absence of this presence this omnipresence world is just hurtling away and spiraling into darkness from one level of confusion to the other level of confusion from one level of crime to the other level of crime and it just continues nothing has really changed yet what surprises me is that faith unites and divides 
in the same way. On one hand, we pay money to get a darshan. And on the other hand, there are people who are committing crimes in the name of God. And then the people are so resilient, they say, that's what God's will is. And so, yes, keep the faith. So you keep the faith, but you also need the evidence. Don't you? Will you ever get anything done without providing evidence? You live in a life, you live in a planet where nobody trusts you. I mean, that's the bottom line. Nobody trusts you unless you provide evidence just on your face value, on your words that, oh, did you work hard? Yeah, I, I work hard. I, I put in 10 hours. Well, where is the evidence? Show it to me. Only then you get paid your salary. Here is the output that I did. And I'm just giving a work-related example, but you get the drift. Where is the evidence? Proof of execution. Or as the case is here, proof of existence. So think about this. We have had so many deep discussions online about existentialism and faith and belief. And it's not to hurt anybody's sentiment. It's not to uproot anybody's belief. That's not the goal. That's not the intent. The intent is to ask more questions and have a more informed decision-making capacity to choose between fact or fiction. Can we just be happy human beings respecting other human beings without any prejudice, without trying to prove that my belief is better than your belief or my thinking is bigger than your thinking and my God is bigger than your God. We don't need to do that. Why can't we live, let live, exist and coexist peacefully? There is a reason why the five fingers are not the same. And we should learn and exist if five different sized digits can be attached to one hand and be extremely useful to the body. Then metaphorically speaking, we as different individuals across the planet, no matter how different we look, what we believe, we can still function on this planet peacefully and happily. That's all I had time for this experience. This was just an episode to make you guys think and nothing else. I'd love your thoughts, suggestions, comments and ideas if you had any. You know my social media handles. You can reach me on Twitter and Facebook and or leave a message on podpage.com forward slash GBX. Till we meet next time, stay well, stay safe. This is your host GB and you are listening to The Ganban Experience. Thank you.